You are listening to a True North Eager Beaver Media Podcast. The True North Eager Beaver podcasts are proudly brought to you by our founding sponsors, the Miss V Mysteries from Corvid Moon Publishing, your source for science fiction, fantasy, and cozy mysteries featuring a broad diversity of characters. CanadianTarot.com, your uniquely Canadian online eclectic tarot community and forum, and the Peppermaster, hot pepper sauces made from fresh farm ingredients to thrill your taste buds and expand your mind. frame so let's fix that right there good morning and hello kids welcome to season three and episode number 141 of the daily beaver here on the crier media network today recording day is wednesday june 14th 2023 and there is some light rain right now here at the beaver lodge and speaking of rain it's raining men. <laughs> yes, it's a raining men because today is Forrest Grump's birthday. And yesterday he got an early birthday present. I, I did <laughs> not know it was his birthday. Yes, it is. <laughs> Happy birthday, motherfucker. Okay, um, <laughs> I'm your host. Sorry, Mr. Grizzly's mom. I'm your host, the eager beaver pronouns he, him. Hey, Mr. Beaver, eh? And with me, as always, is my dear friend, Mr. Grizzly. Of course, a big thank you goes to our podcast's founding sponsors, The Pepper Master, The Miss V Mysteries from Corvid Moon Publishing, and CanadianTarot.com. Today, we have a celebratory... Wednesday morning, Peter Mike for you. <laughs> Making me glad that I'm not you. Oh, yes. Uh, Ronald Rumproast. Yes, yes. Had his arraignment. And uh, we'll talk a little bit about that. But there's a lot of other things in the headlines, too. Uh, but before we do that, uh, we have to ask our cher Monsieur Grizzly. 
How are you doing? And how is your mental health? You are looking uh, very suave with your uh, handlebar moustache. Well, thank you, uh, Mr. Beaver. I am uh, another another sleepless night. Um, vivid dreams wake mm. up in a sweat. It's, you know, anxiety does that to you. So I'm, um, I'm, you know, the, the mental health uh, jury's been out for a few days right now. It's like I'm not in a bad place. But I just, I honestly can't tell you where I am, if that makes any sense. I'm too tired to think. As long as I can get through the work day and get my job done and all the clients are satisfied at the end of the day, then I am happy. So that, that's, okay. that's what it boils down to, is I am happy. Well, so long as you're happy, I'm happy. And uh, you know who else is happy, uh, Mr. Grizzly? No. Who may that be? Well, a friend of ours is watching uh, today, has joined us, our old pal, Jake. Oh, hey, Jake. How you doing, brother? Yeah, he's here this morning. And um, uh, he's here this morning. And then uh, I tuned in to uh, his show yesterday. Yeah, I was watching last night, too. During Trump's arraignment. Yeah. And, um, well, it seems that um, I'm not the only one that's happy you got some video for me do you oh mr grizzly well just, no just if you will see there yeah that looks like yeah. a happy fella right and, there um, <laughs> and um oh yeah, yeah. yeah that's, that's a joyous occasion <laughs> right there <laughs> he's a happy guy <laughs> well you know when uh when the uh the the, the uh tyrant in chief I'm, I'm, I was debating on going for the full curl this morning and I can't seem to get it straight. It's uneven and, and I'm supposed to do something different each day. I did two days of the full curl, so I got to do something different today. And I tried to get for the pointy smile and it just wouldn't stay there. It was like, nope, nope, wouldn't, wouldn't do it. <laughs> so I've got a partial curl. This is, I don't know, what would you call this? The, uh, I don't know. Can't. It's just not no, behaving. No, it's misbehaving. <laughs> That's what we're it's calling the misbehaving it. mustache. <laughs> but all for a good uh, cause. Yeah. So, all for a good cause. Uh, please, please tell the the kids and cubs uh, what the well. Good the good is. cause is this is the great shave of 2023. Um, so I was I started it last Monday and I, I I trimmed the beard on the air and each day I had a slightly different style. The idea, of course, being that we would raise some money for Cornerstone Housing for Women, which is a local uh, women's shelter here in Centertown, uh, community of Ottawa, which was horribly affected by both the pandemic and the occupation. And I thought, you know, let's let's see what we can do to help out. And here's the thing. I was asking for $100 a day uh, just because it was a nice round figure. But as it turns out, a donation of $62 can house and feed somebody for a day. That's what it takes to operate the shelter. So if you can donate $62, that would be great. Look, if you can only donate $20, that's great too, because every single penny counts. These are good people who do good work in our community and, well, in the community that I reside in. And I know there's a few people who, who tune into this show, both the YouTube version and the audio version, who do reside here in Centertown and, and, and the nation's capital. And thank you for, for your support. Thank you for helping out... Um, Women in need. You, you do realize that in the city of Ottawa, there are 1,000 women a year that become homeless. 
that's really troublesome to me that anybody could become homeless, mm-hmm. but it's 1,000 women a year become mm-hmm. homeless in Ottawa. And that's a stat that's hardly ever reported on. So it's like, it, we're talking really vulnerable people here. So if I have to look silly for a few days to, to help, you know, goad people into donating, I'll do it. I'm fine with it. You know, hey, this, this mustache mm-hmm. that I'm currently sporting was sponsored for $500. So, you know, it started Friday, uh, Saturday, technically Saturday, Saturday to this Friday. I'll be shaving it off this Friday. Six days, $500, basically, uh, you know, almost a hundred bucks a day. Uh, we're doing Monday to Friday, but I can't take the weekend off. It's not like I can remove it and put it back. <laughs> So yeah, so from it's basically Monday to Friday, but I decided to shave the rats I had hanging off my face the other day. If if anybody tuned in the Friday show, and um, yeah, um, let's let's raise some good money. Five hundred dollars alone for this mustache. I think I think we're near the two thousand dollar mark, but I'm not a hundred percent sure for that. Yeah, I think. Yes. And our goal, my goal was, you know, we we wanted to try and raise a thousand, and uh, we've surpassed that. So thank each and every one of you. I really do uh, genuinely appreciate. Um, uh, you donating your hard-earned money to a very worthy cause. So I thank you. My hat is off to you. And soon my yeah. mustache will oh, be wonderful. off to you as well. <laughs> <laughs> uh, I'm going back on stage tonight after a couple oh, yes. of days off. So, uh, yeah, this has to come off later too. Uh, and uh, yesterday um, we worked in the garden and uh, gave myself callus. That looks like a blister, dude. <laughs> Yeah, well, it started as a callus, and then it became a really bad blister. We're uh, trying to build a garden, so uh, we were doing the old-timey thing, like with an axe, trying to cut down roots and as we're building a trench to put in a fence. So, um, yeah, uh, I well, let's just put it this way. I don't think I would have made that great a pioneer. <laughs> you don't know. You've I mean, never had to do this before. It might be different if you had to do it, right? Yeah, I mean, we're getting it done, and we're getting it done rather well. And I mean, for both of us, it is a first time, obviously. Mm-hmm. Uh, <laughs> uh, so you know what? We're we're actually doing pretty well. But oh man, uh, uh, is that my stage hand? No, it's not my stage hand, but it is stage my tennis hand. tennis racket hand. Ooh, racket <laughs> hand. Yeah, it's my tennis racket hand. So there's going to be no tennis for a little bit. Uh, but yeah, we were, uh, taking the ax to stuff and, uh, cutting uh, roots and digging out rocks and, you know, building a trench and <sighs> taking the, old it was good, but, uh, oh no, that's a different yeah, song. Isn't but, it? Uh, <laughs> that's a different song. Yes. But that was one of those situations there where you, uh, uh, you know, nine o'clock, 10 o'clock at night hits and <laughs> cause you've been out all day. <laughs> so yeah. Uh. So I've been uh, actually up since, because I only get like about five and a half hours and wake up. I've been up since three something this morning. Well, that's an early morning, sir. <laughs> yes. I'm going to need a nap at some point this afternoon if I'm going to be on stage till 930. <laughs> so you remember back in January when I was saying, uh, I know this is really off topic, but it's like, it's a squirrel moment and I got to get out of the way real quick. And it's real simple. Remember back in January, I said, uh, we're going to hit 40 million population in Canada by July, by Canada Day, right? So, so this oh, was yeah. January's population, 39,394,059. And this is the population as of this morning, 
at 6.33 a.m., 39,992,645. So the population has grown by, what, uh, uh, 500,000, half a million people in, in five months. So you there watch you and see by Canada Day, we'll be over the 40 million mark. So yay, Canada, that's a new milestone for us, 40 million. We'll be there through. We'll be there yeah. real soon. Real soon. I'll be keep. I'm. It's like from okay. I'm a numbers geek when it comes to certain things. It's like when you're driving in your car, and I look down and I go, "Ooh, I just rolled over twenty four thousand kilometers." I did that on the way to Kingston on Saturday. I was like, "Ooh, exciting!" <laughs> this, when it hits forty million, will be exciting for me. And I'm not an accountant, and I'm terrible at mathematics, but I I appreciate numbers and milestones and things like that. So yeah. It's, it's, it's a moment I'm going to geek out on. Like and that's this. the only thing I geek out on because I'm, I'm not really into geeky stuff for the most part. I, I'm not much of a gamer. I don't. I never read The Lord of the Rings or watched the movies or Flowers in the Attic or any of that or the Harry Potter. None of that stuff appeals to me at all. Game of Thrones? Nope. Don't give a shit. Doesn't appeal to me. Everybody's like, but it's political and you'd love the... Po-. Nope. I don't care for that sort of thing. It just doesn't do it for me. That and the fact that each time I tried to watch the four episodes I got through a Game of Thrones, it was a little bit too much incestuary for me, quite frankly. A lot of weird shit going on in that program. Makes me wonder what the writer's mindset is. I'm like, you know, you're writing a lot about brothers and sisters doing nasty things to one another way too often. I'm not, I'm not making an accusation, but I am saying that's kind of weird, don't you think? <laughs> I never watched a single episode, so I don't know I anything about before. it. That was all I could do. It just it, it did not. All, all I know is that there was a red wedding, and somewhere near the end, everybody lost their minds because somebody that was one way turned out to be a Wasn't whole the other red way. Wedding, a twilight thing. That's all I know. Wasn't the red Pardon? wedding the twilight thing? Oh, oh maybe. I, I I don't know. I didn't. Or I didn't watch school. that either. So. I don't know either. Sorry. Yep. Nope. Nope. It could be because I didn't watch Twilight either. <laughs> it completely passed me by. Um, uh, Mohan, uh, by the way, uh, I have to tell you, uh, I'm appreciating that pun. The more it's uh, settling. Which one is that? I really, I love puns. Puns, words are my life. So, you know, <laughs> yeah, that's what gloves and gardens for are for. Yeah, I know. I did the stupid man thing. I was outside and I was doing something. And then my sweetie said, I need to go to the hardware store to pick up a different type of shovel. If I'm going to, you know, we're going to do this trench. And, uh, so he said, can you help with this thing? Cause it was a stump back. So I just like picked it up and start working at it rather than going inside and, and then when it happened, it's like, oh, well, I'm there now. Rather than going wearing a glove to not make it worse. And so, yeah, I did the, yeah. Turns out that the fabulous can be typical men, too. <laughs> well, I'm new here. I've never done this thing before. Well, first time for everything, right? <laughs> now first I know. Time Next time I'll do better. Trust me. <laughs> um, speaking of, uh, we've been speaking a lot about Constrapiece Theater mm. of late. So before we get to some Trump stuff, uh, I, we have a little a development. Uh, remember um, that Pierre Polièvre was going to be filibustering the budget mm-hmm. in order to block yeah. it? Yeah, that didn't turn out very right? well. And he was going to talk and talk and talk and talk and talk and talk. The man who loves the sound of his own voice was going to talk and talk and talk and talk until the budget did not pass except the government 
because filibusters in Canada are different than mm. the United States government sort of joked. It's like, okay, it's been five hours. That's enough. <laughs> you. Get out of here. So five, five hours, that's You've enough, right? Yeah. Uh, and then after that, he came out and said that- he Came out we finally? Going to, oh, oh, no, sorry. You meant something else altogether. Oh, no, 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 not that something way. different. No, 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 not that way. Jeez, no, no. Gee, please. Boy, you well, can keep it. It is um, pride anyway. month after all. Yeah, but um, some people you don't you can really care you can to have keep on them your in team. the closet. Is what you're saying? Boy, you can keep it. Yeah, <laughs> that sad little thing you call the heart before you start. Boy, you can keep it. Okay, <laughs> it's a song. Um, Alex Newell actually, who uh, just won a Tony, by the way. Uh, cool. So there. Um, you was on Glee, played unique. If anybody watched Glee, the last uh, last few seasons of Glee, so yeah, the Alex Newell just won a Tony. Just so happens. Um, but anyway, uh, Pierre uh, then said, um, "We're prepared to work all summer to fix this budget, this inflationary budget. We're going to work all summer. You know, no, we'll make it happen." Not. Trudeau needs to basically abandon this budget and you know basically install ours instead. He needs to meet these two conditions. Pull this leg and it plays jingle bells, okay? Because we know he's pulling her leg on that one. You know what he's going to do all summer? Campaign mm-hmm. to be prime minister, which is not something yeah. he can do. Yep. He's but he's going to keep talking and talking, and he's going to fight all summer long until this budget pat until he blocks this budget until Trudeau meets his two conditions. He's really going to do that. Oh, Mister Grizzly, he he's going to just keep up. Oh, right, yeah, okay, yeah. That's, that's yep, that's about what I figured. Yep. Yeah. CTV News, please. Mr. Grizzly, read the headline. Freeland's budget bill passes house after Polyev pledges to block it. <laughs> and what is the date? June 8th, 2023. Uh-huh. The federal budget implementation bill passed the House of Commons on Thursday after days of conservative attempts to block it. By a vote of 177 to 146, Bill C-47, the Budget Implementation Act 2023, number one as it's titled, passed the final stage in the House with support from the Liberals and the NDP, while the Conservative and Bloc Québécois Coalition, <laughs> tell me That's does this, voted nay. It's now off to the Senate where a pre-study of the omnibus legislation is already underway. There's been some murmurs about uh, Peter Jay using his Senate caucus to block it, but there's only 15 of them now. So um, have fun with that. Um, thank you, Prime Minister, for the Senate reform. <laughs> uh, so, yeah, basically he yelled and Chris Freeland just said, yeah, yeah, um, there you go, eat this. <clears throat> so uh, now uh, apparently he's going to be campaigning on all summer long to get, I guess, everybody to come back to pass an amendment to the budget implementation mm-hmm. bill so they can turn it into the conservative. Well, budget. he had 900 amendments, 900 amendments, 900. Did he, did he not retry and rewrite the entire budget? 900 amendments. Basically. 700 were thrown out, if memory serves. Or was it 200 thrown out and 700 that the... Anyway, it doesn't matter. The budget passed. C'est dans le passé. <laughs> it's in the past, man. Well, they, they keep coming oh, yeah. out and campaigning against uh, $10 a day childcare. Constantly. 
They're like, well, we want to give Canadians yeah. real choice. No. What you are proposing is a tax cut for the wealthy and a one-time payment, which means privatization of child care, which it largely is already anyway. I mean, come on, who's kidding who? Is for profit and for massive profit, which means that single mother or single father or single parent, because I'm not going to judge, uh, mm. who, who, who has been scraping and scrimping and saving and trying to get the budget under control so that they could get their child to daycare while they go out and earn a living because even though you are entitled up to a year off after you have a baby, um, it's EI, unless you work for the federal government where you get, what is it, a 90% top up or something like that? I can't remember. Either way, EI is, the max EI is, is not enough to really no. raise a child on. So if you're a single no. parent, yes, you have the time entitled, but most people go back to work relatively quickly because they just can't afford to stay home. So now they have to put their child in daycare and, you know, $2,000 a month or $1,500 a month versus 10 bucks a day, you know, 200 a month is a lot more affordable than 1500 mm-hmm. I mean, I'm sure you, it, it's still $200, right? It, it's, you have mm-hmm. to spend, but it, it's a $1,300 savings on average, if not more in some cases, depending upon where you live. And he wants to get rid of it because he doesn't give yeah. a shit about people. He only cares about two things. Remember what it is, folks. What are the two things he cares about the most in this world? Money and power. That's it. He cares about nothing but those two things, how to get them, how to keep them, how to take away your rights, how to remove your freedoms. And to that end, to that end, sir, Bill C-311, protecting the unborn from injury or death. They want to put a law around this. The petitioners feel that justice mm-hmm. requires that an attacker who abuses a pregnant woman and her preborn child be sentenced accordingly. This is the first step in taking in, in putting a law around abortion. Yeah, we addressed that uh, when it came out on, on on our show. Yep, it's the thin it edge is. of the wedge. It's um, it's it's the same thing as sex selective abortions or whatnot. It's just trying trying to create a category that has people say, "Oh my God, people want to." find out that they're having a girl or a boy and then they go to the doctor oh i wanted to have a baby but if it wasn't for this uh you know because it's a girl i don't want it because it's a boy i don't want it so please give me an abortion said nobody in the history ever they just go and say i want an abortion yeah. it, it's like not a thing and then if you ever went there and did that uh, no doctor would do that well in all likelihood, I can't say no doctor would, but there's probably a, f- a f- there's probably a few that would, but they would lose their license pretty quickly to practice medicine if people found it. Yeah, and, you know, the minute that went public, uh, I'm going to yeah. say that, I'm, that that is already not, it's not allowed. allowed. It's not allowed. No, this is right. So you don't need a special law, right? It's like the barbaric yeah. snitch line, right? You already, if somebody is doing something barbaric to someone, we already have a snitch line. It's called nine one one. You don't need a specific. You don't one. need a racist uh, uh, law. It's already there, right? So I mean, so I mean, it's 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 one of these things again. So yeah, I did, um, yeah, but I mean that that is the mm-hmm. goal, right? 
that is the goal. And you got to remember the last time they had a vote on that kind of thing, I think it was like 89 out of 119 or something or 113 vote. And I mean, it's the overwhelming majority of the caucus that, that will vote to support yes. this. So when he's saying, oh, well, you know, it's just a private member's bill, you know, and it's Bullshit. we don't support it as a party, you know that the overwhelming majority of that party is voting for it. So it's just a backdoor way. It's just a backdoor way. Now, interesting uh, about uh, that budget vote, um, according to the article, um, by the time the vote took place, PDF was not in the chamber, opting to vote virtually instead. <laughs> And the conservatives are currently fighting against the move to make some of virtual parliament permanent. But didn't he just vote virtually? Yes, so as to not be in the house when he... Pot, pot, can you introduce you to the champion kettle? Fight, <laughs> when his champion fight didn't go his way so that there's no video of that, him being in the house when the count goes down so that the liberals can... Because, you know, the way he uses House of Commons clips... If he had been in the House for the vote, if I were the Liberals, I'd be picking that one too. He said he would fight, he'd fight, and then, oh, we'd look at him when the vote comes down sitting. So he made sure he wasn't in the mm -hmm. House for that. Linda's comment here is dead bang on accurate. Linda, you, you just keep hitting home runs. That bill is saying that it's not important that violence has been done to a woman's body. It's only important that it's been done to her as an incubation tool. A broodmare. George Carlin talked about that Ooh, 30 years I ago. It's all true. Dang. It's all true. It, they don't care. They don't care about women. They don't they don't even care. They say they're they're pro-life bullshit. Bullshit. Pro-life, then why are you why do you want to uh, uh, reduce the minimum wage? Why do you want to smash unions? Why do you want to take away pharmacare, dental care, and ten dollar a day child care? If you were actually pro-life. You would support every single one of those things. You don't give a shit about life. You only care mm -hmm. about controlling women's bodies. Period. Mm -hmm. uh, Grizzly, I think we have to give Linda our very ranch first drop. ranch drop. Boom. There you go, Linda. Oh, yeah. There you go. There you go. Send that to me. I've been waiting to Send use that. Send that to me so I can, I can do it without the web page and just the photo. Okay, I've been waiting for that to use that one. Thank you, DaCosta, for that. And uh, I think, uh, I think maybe um, Savage Kit Savage Wiener suggested the good idea. Concept of drop. Yeah, drop. yeah. Because we're not dropping yeah. these microphones. These are three hundred and fifty bucks a piece. I'm not dropping this. Okay. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> All right. So uh, yeah, stay in the house for the vote um so yeah um performance theater uh womp yeah. womp and yeah uh i don't know how much it costs to run parliament per hour again but uh five times that is what we all paid for for him to have clips that he'll be able to use all summer long and you paid for that it's a party expense but he found a clever way to shuffle that bill onto you so that you will pay for that. Every party does it, but nobody does it like conservatives. Oh boy. All right. Uh, what else have we got for you today? Um, 
let me see if I need find. Oh, there it is. There are notes. All right. Um, okay, the RCMP has confirmed uh, that it has opened investigations into the foreign interference allegations. Um, Michael Duham, who is the commissioner, I'm not sure, is he the, I don't, I didn't hear the announcement uh, that they had named a full-fledged commissioner, so I don't know if he is the interim or, or he is the actual commissioner now. Um, I, I missed the announcement. Uh, said the RCMP has opened an investigation of reported allegation of intimidation and targeting the Honorable Michael Chong and has contacted the Commission of Canada's elections regarding other allegations that have come to light that fall under the mandate and has offered its assistance. So they're offering assistance to elections officials that are probing allegations that China singled out NDP MP Jenny Kwan and former Conservative Party uh, of Canada leader Aaron O'Toole uh, for some special treatment. Um, he said, uh, the commissioner said, I'll be honest, and this was before testimony before the the public, uh, well, the, pub, uh, the PROC oh, committee, I forget, so. I forget what, what the, the name of it is, sorry, PROC committee. I'll be honest, what we're facing for the last couple of years in foreign interference is something that we're not, we were not facing in years or didn't know as much as we know today. So it's a matter of adjusting our strategy as well as to counter what we're seeing today. Uh, he testified that the RCP is pursuing, pursuing over 100 inquiries into foreign interference from everything from election meddling to intellectual property theft, and that they have moved against seven or eight police stations operated by the Chinese Communist Party in Canada. Um, there are two in Quebec that they seem to be having a little more difficulty with because in those ones, it seems that there are Canadians involved, either wittingly or un or through coercion. Uh, so they're having a little more difficulty dismantling those two. Let's talk about those stations for a couple seconds, shall we? I, I, I had a conversation the other day on Twitter back and forth with somebody who dropped it after I pointed out to them that, well... Harper tied us to f with via the secret FIPA deal for 31 years to China. Mm -hmm. So we're, we're there for another 20 years, I believe, or, or 15 or 18, whatever it is. We're, we're tied to China for a number of years. Number one. Number two, uh, those stations have been around since Harper's days. And number three, so they're, you know, you can, you can point the finger of blame at Trudeau all you want, but they've been here since before his time. And that started under Harper when he signed the FIPA deal with China in secret because he didn't want people to know that he was giving away our sovereignty, largely, largely, number one. Number two, those stations, it's not just in Canada. They're in 53 countries. Right, the United States is reporting having them too now. France, uh, UK, uh, Spain, Germany, they're, they're all over Europe. Basically, the entire G7 and any other country that they feel uh, there's a large Chinese diaspora, including the United States of America. So you're being ridiculous when you keep blaming Trudeau for something that, hey, look, I'll give him shit that he's not doing enough to crack down on it. I do realize, though, that he does have his hands tied to a certain degree because of FIPA. And that's the problem. Harper and his con government created this situation. They built the infrastructure that built this. Mm -hmm. I know that our government would like to get them out of the country altogether, but there's a very careful amount of stick handling they have to do to make it happen. Because right. otherwise, China can screw us over thanks to the signed-in-secret FIPA deal. Mm-hmm. 
the terms of which we still don't know. We don't know. Yep. Yep. Um, so as it, as it uh, pertains to Michael Chong specifically, um, the RCMP also testified that while Chong was targeted in 2021, they only found out about it when the story appeared in the Globe and Mail last month, just as did the minister, just as did the prime minister. So everybody's just finding it out. So this is lending more and more credence to the fact that this did not get out. Right. Right. Uh, and then um, David Morrison, who is now the Deputy Minister of Foreign Affairs, um, but in 2021, he was in service as the Interim National Security Advisor to the Prime Minister. And I believe he is one of the two people that wrote one of the election reports uh, from either the 2019 or 2021 to say whether or not there was any interference. Because uh, Ro um, Rosenberg was the first one. Uh Yes, uh, who was at the head of the Trudeau Foundation, and I believe he, David Morrison, wrote the previous one. If I'm not, if, I, if my memory serves correctly, because that name rung a bell was when I heard it. But he was testifying, uh, and he said that he did receive a memo at that time that was sketching out a plot to target an MP, but no specific MP was named. And he said, uh, you know, it was a memorandum for action. It was a report for awareness, because. And in testimony, he said that by the time this type of information gets into a memo, it has been looked at, it has been investigated, mm -hmm. it, has been, it wouldn't just be a throwaway. So if oh, it gets to me and it's in a memo, it's definitely not the type of thing that I'm going to run to the prime minister with. Because there would have been action taken and I'd be reading something else in this memo. <laughs> right? Yep. <laughs> so... um there you go. Uh, it's a mess. It's a yeah, mess. It is, it is. Uh, but, uh, you know, I think this uh, Susan Delacourt uh, described the prime minister doing the ERRE thing, the election uh, reform thing, as the you broke it, you bought it method. Mm -hmm. Well, here you go. Uh, so it seems that there are, it seems that the other parties are going to be serious based on even the conservative based on based on first takes uh, oh, yeah. but the block seems to be taking it very very seriously well this is good yeah this is good. uh yeah and uh, there the, there's uh I, I was listening to something on prime primetime politics and they had their mp normande out there and she was already making some suggestions of uh people that uh that the, they would put on the list and you know it doesn't seem you know i mean i don't know tons about these people but on the surface it seems like reasonable people will find out more as you know the press digs and finds out about associations because that's what we're doing now um but i think i think we need to do a little bit more digging into into the reasoning why behind uh, behind polyev saying we need to look into china uh, beijing's interference he never says china mm -hmm. never he only says beijing number one uh and he talks about how the trudeau foundation is beijing funded it received one donation from a citizen from China, and that donation for $140,000 was returned, but he neglects to talk about that, of course. But the moment that um, NDP leader Jagmeet Singh mentioned that we should look into interference from every other nation, including uh, Russia and perhaps even the United States of America, <laughs> 
What did Skippy say to that? No, no, we're just going to look into Beijing. Hmm. Why is that? Why, why won't he allow, allow them to look into Russian interference? And why is it he only wants to go back the last five, five years yeah. with China? Well, we're going to find out if that still holds because the prime minister also gave them to, you know, give, give, give us input on the person and give us input on the terms of reference. And that's mm-hmm. where the battle's going to happen, I'm sure. If there's okay. going to be a battle, that's where it's going to happen. They, you know, the parties will be able to agree on the terms of reference. So uh, they let them just implode like they did with election reform. Indeed, indeed. We'll see. I mean, no, they're going to have to come up with something. Yes, because this is too serious. After all, this oh stuff, yeah, yeah. I'm this just curious to find out what it's going to be. But yeah, like but, what's what's it going to be, right? Right. But we're going to see what's going to happen with the terms of reference, and uh, mm. because if there's any battle, if there's any 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 disagreement on that, that's what's going to make the headlines. Oh yeah, yeah. Uh, how much more time do we have, Mr. Grizzly? Uh, about, about, about five minutes ish. Mm, okay, uh, so a little tight on time. Yeah, so very. It's been, it's been a busy week for me in the office. Yep. Sorry, I apologize. Yep. So very quickly through uh, some Trump stuff. Um, it seems that uh, he is having trouble finding counsel. Uh, so he was able to go to arraignment because his lawyer, Chris Keyes, happens to be a member of the bar in Florida, but, uh, two of his counsel, um, oh darn, uh, Jim trustee and the other one in whose name I can't remember, uh, resigned upon, um, the, <laughs> and, uh, a lot of his other lawyers, when people are saying that, you know, this, uh, the government trying to get them, uh, a lot of the people that testified in the grand jury against him are some of the lawyers that. Mm-hmm. Tried to trick into signing stuff and whatnot, like Evan Corcoran and all of them. Um, so again, just as it's you know, it's his own words. You know, it's going to be his own lawyers as well testifying okay. against him. Uh, allegedly, uh, Jack Smith sat in the front row and did not take his eyes off Trump the entire time. So uh, I saw that you know, war trying war criminal guy. You know, trying to see if there's going to be any hint. Uh, Trump did his usual thing where he sat there looking there grumpy and holding his arms, soothing himself, giving himself a nice big hug. You know, um, because he's such a big boy, aren't you? Put his big boy panties on. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, The the press was held incommunicado for many hours. Uh, They got led up to the 13th floor. There's a second level of security beyond the entrance that they had to go through. And then they went to the courtroom. Uh, Secret Service and U.S. Marshals were present. Uh, And Trump, uh, who's normally very fidgety, uh, did not move about uh, to look behind him to see what was going on in the courtroom. Don't, don't, that's the old satchel page, right? Don't look back. Something might be gaining on it. Exactly. The proceeding lasted less than an hour with Forrest Grump's lawyer entering the not guilty plea in typical Trump fashion. I didn't do it. We most certainly enter a plea of not guilty. Just not guilty will do, darling. Okay, Poodle. But his lawyer did that. Uh, Walt Nada was not arraigned as he did not have local counsel eligible to represent him in the Southern District of Florida yet. He will be arraigned on the 27th at 9 a.m. Uh, only his counsel needs to appear for that, but Walt Nada, who is uh, Frumpy's valet and uh, box mm-hmm. mover guy, was there with him, I guess, for moral support. Is that what they're calling it now? <laughs> uh, so uh, Trumpy can't seem to find any new lawyers whatsoever. 
despite the number of times he spent interviewing and then even the ones that want to take it because they think it will be a delicious fee, their law firms are saying, uh, no, you're not. <laughs> Maybe it's because a lot of his lawyers kept on being disbarred, having to testify against them or possibly getting tried for jail. Or, you know, that and not getting paid. And not getting paid. Yes. Yes. That doesn't, uh, yeah. that doesn't help. So yeah. Yeah. He's like reduced to interviewing people like Benedict Prune, who was indicted in 2008 for money laundering before charges were dropped, but is currently facing disbarment for contempt of court in a civil suit. Oh, well. Sucks to be you. Do we have a show, Mr. Grizzly? We like to end on. We do indeed. <laughs> we do indeed. Uh, we love to end on tease. Uh, that's the end of this episode of the Daily Beaver Morning Show. We hope you love listening to us because we love making this for you and we love giving you the juicy stuff. Remember that sharing is caring and word about mouth is priceless, so let your peeps know about us because democracy is something that you do. Uh, please, please, please keep on donating to Cornerstone Housing for Women for the Mr. Grizzly's Big Shave of 2023. And uh, if you got a little leftover, uh, do think of the Red Cross because our brothers and sisters pretty much throughout the entire country are dealing with the country burning. So, uh, yeah, help will be needed. If you really like this podcast, you can find us on the Cryer Media Network as well as all Beaver Grizzly-friendly platforms. Stars and reviews are appreciated, so please be generous, and we'd love to hear from you. Reach us on Facebook at True North Eager Beaver, our Twitter feed at True Eager, or by email at TrueNorthEagerBeaver at gmail.com, or leave uh, some comments on our uh, Twitter feeds. Uh, not our Twitter feed, our YouTube page, uh, because uh, we're now bad boys. <laughs> Why not also yeah, subscribe? Got, got, hey, if you like slapped. Yeah, yeah. We got knocked down. We got up again. <laughs> uh, why not subscribe to our True North Eager Beaver Media YouTube channel if you are there? That helps us big time. We can't do this without your kind and generous support. So if you feel that we've done a particularly good show, if you're watching, you might see a squiggly rip here right by Mr. Grizzly's head. And uh, that will bring you to our emergency hydration fund, which we use to hire staff, uh, Guinness, Caesar, hot chocolate, Cafe. Pay for these things. <laughs> <laughs> and that one that appeared just down there is to get you to our pod page to subscribe to make sure that you get something from us as soon as it's hot off, hot off the bandwidth. From the Beaver Lodge, this is your eager beaver saying, until next time, dear kids, it can be a tough world out there, so please be kind to and gentle with yourself. Mr. Grizzly, do you have some words of wisdom for us? Yeah. I'm... I'm trying not to celebrate too much the downfall of a terrible person. Mm -hmm. And I'm, I'm trying to be introspective about how the fact is that I am joyous in the occasion of the downfall of a terrible person. You're not supposed to, like, sort of on paper, you shouldn't be joyous about anybody's downfall. But once in a blue moon... When, when a horrible human being who's done horrible things their entire lives finally gets their comeuppance, it's human nature to feel happy and rejoice in the fact that justice will be served. Finally. So don't feel too guilty if you are rejoicing, such as I am, that the Mango Mussolini 
the shiitake short stack will finally, finally get his comeuppance. That small-fingered vulgarian that he is. <sighs> finally getting his comeuppance. Uh, President Pumpkinhead going down. It's true. Celebrating the fact that the wheels of justice are about to grind infinitely fine. We waited a long time for this. Oh, yeah. This is your return on investment. Yep. And if you happen to enjoy your re return on investment with a glass of champagne, I'm not going to um, begrudge you. <laughs> in the least, my friends. Not in the least. All right, Mr. Grizzly, please roll the credits. You got it, Pontiac. You are listening to a True North Eager Beaver media podcast. The True North Eager Beaver podcasts are proudly brought to you by our founding sponsors, the Miss V Mysteries from Corvid Moon Publishing, your source for science fiction, fantasy, and cozy mysteries featuring a broad diversity of characters. CanadianTarot.com, your uniquely Canadian online eclectic tarot community and forum, and the Peppermaster, hot pepper sauces made from fresh farm ingredients to thrill your taste buds and expand your mind. A nice little Easter egg, Mr. Grizzly. Guess who's back? Milos Raonic, hey, after two years off the courts. He's back. He's healthy. He's, he apparently stayed away until he knew he was back to his old form. First match played against number 39 in the world, 6-3-6-4. Boom. That's how you do it. <clears throat> well, I... I uh, was was I, I stayed up last night. Stayed up. I wasn't that late, mind you. To watch the um, Stanley Cup final. Yes. Uh, the Las Vegas Golden Knights, a victorious 9 3 victory uh, over uh, Florida. Uh, and look, I'm not going to knock Florida at all. Vegas is just a much better team, period. They're they just a much better team. They were firing on all cylinders and they were scoring like crazy 9 3 last night. Yeah. They were up and, oh, five the, after two. Yeah. And that third goal. By Florida was an own goal. Jeez, Vegas scored on themselves. Yeah. So, uh, just to give you an idea of how strong that team yeah. is. So, congratulations to Mark Stone from Winnipeg, who used to play for the Ottawa Senators, who was a star with the Ottawa Senators and was traded away to the Vegas Golden Knights. He became team, team captain after a couple of seasons, uh, and is victorious at the age of thirty-one as a Stanley Cup uh, champion. So, and became the first person since 1922 to score a hat trick in a game That's right. Stanley Cup match. One goal in each period. And, and he, he had like three stabs at that, that third goal to yeah. an empty netter. Yeah. <laughs> and when he got it, he was pretty thrilled. The place went nuts. And Hey, Vegas has become a hockey town. I never, I, that's a statement I never thought I would make in my life, but it has become a, I don't know if you saw any of the coverage, 
there must have been 50,000 people outside the rink. Mm-hmm. There was a massive crowd out there celebrating. Yeah. So way to go, Vegas. Well, it's good for the league. Yeah. I want the Stanley Cup back in Canada, just like every other Canadian, but it's good for the league. It's good for the it league. It grows the sport. Yeah. The yeah, Vegas Knights, six-year-old franchise, gets the cup. Uh, sports teams were like not hanging out in Vegas because of all the betting and stuff, but now because it's gone everywhere, now it's there. And, you know, yeah. the Oakland A's are moving there. It's long been a curling city, actually. Continental. Oh, I didn't held there. Yeah, it's a big place. Yeah, yeah, oh. yeah. Uh, so there you go. Um, all right, and also Jamal Murray from the uh, NBA, uh, Denver Nuggets, uh, from Kitchener. Uh, they oh. won the, the championship. So and uh, he apparently he uh, scored like like twenty points per game, like all games of the of that of that series. So he was a key. Uh, oh, wow. yeah. I was I wasn't paying as much attention to to the NBA final this year. I usually watch it. This year I just I don't know, lot, kind of a lot going on. Yeah, yeah there's a lot going on over the Miami Heat. Yeah, I I, I did, listen. The Toronto Raptors were in the first round, and I wasn't even aware until they were eliminated. Uh, we didn't even talk about it on the show. I just no, like it just happened. It just, there's just a lot to cover. Lots, right lots of news. All right. Okay. That was a long story. There you go, kids. Was. See ya. <laughs> Hi, I'm Emily Roger, and I host a leadership show called The Boiling Point with my co-host, Dave Vale. Together, we sit down with trailblazing entrepreneurs, thought leaders, and movement makers who are driving meaningful change in our world. The show is all about exploring the lives and perspectives of leaders who are making a difference. Join us for insightful conversations that challenge the status quo, spark new ideas, and inspire you to take action. Find us on Apple, Spotify, YouTube, or at BoilingPointPodcast.com.